Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Today we acknowledge the brilliance of expressive art, an art form realized with a name and the works about 40 years ago in 1974. Or a little over. The professor who brought it to life is Professor Sean McNiff, Provost and Dean at Endicott College in Beverly, Massachusetts. If you know who we are, forward to today's topic. For those of you here for the first time, thank you for being here today. Katas was created to bring hidden stories to life via a platform that focuses entirely on listening, hearing, and imaginative skills. Unexpectedly, our first season was a smooth flow of events and was appreciated well by our listeners. We had with us speakers from across the globe who shared their experiences and points of view on topics of concern. With season two, we gained a more clear direction of how we wanted to go about Kathas. The intention ultimately is to bring stories of inspiration from around the world to our listeners in an easy to comprehend and condensed format. Kathas focuses on stories of art, different forms of art, and art used as therapy. A practice that we strongly believe needs to be introduced and encouraged from childhood. So, going forward, we will have two types of podcasts, the short ones and the interviews. Also, our blogs based on the podcasts and interviews will be posted on our Medium platform. Links will be available in the description below and on our website kathas.com. Okay then, let's get into today's topic. In 1974, Professor Sean McNiff created the Expressive Therapies program. He called it Art-Based Knowing. Expressive therapies or creative art therapies can came into existence during the Egyptian era. The concept of expressive art therapy became prominent between the 18 and 1900s. However, it was in the 20th century that the process was recognized as positively impactful. Today, it is used in medical centers, schools, and veteran groups across the globe. Well, by across the globe, I mean in certain specific parts of the globe. The speciality of expressive art therapy or creative art therapy is that it has a wide scope of healing possibilities. By that, I mean it incorporates various forms of art like dance, storytelling, painting, drama, music, and a lot more to help stabilize a person's health regardless of age. Now isn't that a good thing? Professor McNiff and his team have researched, understood and implemented this form of therapy for years now and its staggering results has brought more understanding to the concept of mind and body healing through expressive art, non-verbal experience and expression. Given the positive results of this form of therapy, the global advocacy to use it for children and adults is impressive. Today, expressive arts is used to help cancer patients, PTSD, people with dementia, those who have experienced trauma and more. Lowering anxiety, suicide levels and improving concentration are a few notable benefits of creative art therapy or expressive art therapy. 
Neuroscience, as we all understand it, is the study of the brain's activity or impact on behavior and the flexibility of human cognition. Researchers in this field have observed the effect of calming music on one's mental state and immune system by increasing sustainability of the latter. Let's take a step back now. The fundamentals of art are based on three components, subject, form and content. Broken down further, subject is what, form is how and content is why. Expression through art in the most basic sense revolves around the subject. When you look at a piece of art, if you're able to identify the object and subject of that expression, it is considered to be a, a good piece. Identifying the subject is a process on its own, especially if the piece is complex. As an amateur abstract painter myself, it's only obvious for me to explore and share more about it. As per Google, abstract art is a simplified form of art that rearranges the principal elements of art to look very different from the objects they may be based on. Sometimes the object is identifiable and sometimes not. Abstraction is meant to simplify the intricacies of art. Having said that, there are the extreme or profound forms of abstraction that are referred to as non-representational art. Now this means there is no object to represent the subject of the piece. The artist bases their work primarily on the flow of energy with the help of raw materials. The final piece is difficult to understand from a layperson's perspective unless they are aligned to the energy or vibes of the art form. Now, in order to experience the intent and emotions behind any art form, like fine art, dance, music, drama and the rest, the audience needs to be able to capture the message being communicated with the principal elements. Most artists use this in their work. These elements include lines, textures, colors, shapes and values, followed by the artist. An artist can use these elements either singularly or combined together. Ultimately, the impact of the intended expression is what leads to its success or failure. Coming to the how of it, how did expressive art therapy become a thing? We've spoken about how expressive art was introduced why it was, the elements of art, and the process of expressing and experiencing intentions through art. I've been looking for more on the difference between traditional art therapy and expressive art therapy. The traditional forms of art is an elaborate subcategorized list under the umbrella term fine arts. Fine arts included literature, music, painting, sculptures, theater, singing, and again, many more. Not very different from the forms of art used in expressive art therapy. Although ambiguous in a way, the difference in purpose of fine arts and expressive arts goes somewhat like this. Fine arts was developed primarily for aesthetics and creative expression, unlike decorative and applied forms of art. The idea or level of an artist then was quite high and respected, especially in the West and in Europe. Fine art was also referred to as high art, 
And there was, of course, the Loire to balance that. So one can only imagine the depth of it. It was more emotional-oriented, as opposed to the monetary benefits. Expressive art's primary purpose is to establish a safe space for people to, or as mentioned before, experience and express feelings and emotions non-verbally. A medium to connect with those who have experienced trauma in some way and need help to overcome those weaknesses and self-realize. Traditional art practiced in ancient India was used to share stories of mythology, both human and animal forms, influenced by culture and religion. As per records, the primary drivers represented in Hinduism, Buddhism, Sikhism, Jainism and Islam. Origin of the art in India dates back to the 3rd millennium BC, way back in history coming from a place of soul creativity for the purpose of exploring skills and expanding the possibilities of the human mind, the art forms created have lasted and uncompromisingly so. Again, even though it had the essence of religion and the expression of culture. To sum up, it is known that the foundations of so much in our society today like science, astronomy, medicine, mathematics, metaphysics and more were conceived and introduced in India. Having lasted this long and enabling the strengths of our livelihood today, I'd say the evolution in longitude and latitude of these fields began in India, which eventually spread across the globe being direct or indirect source of art therapy and expressive art therapy. Kathas associates with mental health centers and art institutions or studios to create a wider audience for expressive art therapy. Expressive art therapy is something that needs a stronger platform to become an intrinsic part of life now and in the future. So we look forward to volunteers to join us in this mission. Like, share and connect with us. We are a global platform and your active engagement will help not only build a strong community, but also your contributions to your own communities. Expertise is not a key requirement here, it's just pure intent. Art is fun. It is within us. It is us and our expression. Healthy expressions could be one of the most organic strengths of our being. Currently, we are working with institutions and centers from India and Canada. If you have suggestions or ideas, do share them with us. Until next time, take care and spread the love.